0: Don't you love it when people say, hey, you should experience some new things. Well, I experienced something new, and let me tell you, it sucked.
1: Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd, so it's kind of odd. I decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd?
0: No, that doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast, with stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. I love the animals that we have in the house, and... uh it's just Mary and me and I thought because you know Hampton, her son is away at school that it's going to be just just really kind of easy living, just uh, lovely the two of us having a cocktail every night and watching TV despite all of the stuff that's going on that we would we'd have some relaxing time together. And then we started to notice that the dog was scratching a lot. Finn was was scratching a lot. And we went, what is going on with this? And so we took him to a vet and the vet said, well, that's probably allergies. So we got some allergy pills and every day he'd have to open his mouth, which he's a great dog. And, and we drop it in and sometimes he'd swallow it right away, but sometimes not. He would hide it in his gum or we'd find it in his little mustache. And then we'd have to go and do that again. And it, it was just nothing I looked forward to. Then we noticed My Aunt
1: Rosemary had that same problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hiding it in her mustache. Yeah. Um then we started to notice that um he's scratching a lot still (laughs) with uh with this uh allergy medicine. He's still scratching a lot. And then we noticed that the cat was scratching quite a bit. So Mary uh sitting there one night she said, I just found a flea on Kiki. I went a flea. Because yeah, and then she got a flea comb and she started finding fleas. And then she went over to uh, Finn, started finding fleas. And then we started looking around the house closely, and come to find out, we had a flea infestation. So, have you ever dealt with that?
1: Yeah, I to- I think I told you guys we ran into a house while Kev was building the house we live in, oh, yeah. and a nest of possums took uh, refuge from the winter. In the crawl space and we had to we had to take the the pets to the vet to be professionally fumigated and then the entire house had to be flea bombed and we had to after the pets got treated we took all of the pets and me and kevin and olivia caramia and checked into the residence inn and we all shared a room together including a litter box Oh, what a nightmare.
0: Isn't so, it yeah. awful? I've never, I've never, I never, no, no, we've gotten rid of them. Let me just, you know, spoiler alert, we've gotten rid of them, but it, I've never experienced that before. And it was so aggravating, the different stages. It's like you, you, you say to yourself, well, what do I need to do? So you go out to the PetSmart and you say, uh, I got these fleas for the cat and the dog. Oh, we'll just put this on the back of their neck. Yeah, that didn't work. So back out to the PetSmart, I go, we got those collars. So I put the collars on both of them. Yeah, that didn't work either. So then we go again, and we get this powder. Mary found some sort of flea powder, and she's over there sprinkling it on all the rugs and all the carpeting throughout. And then it has to it has to stay there. And then we looked online. It says you got to vacuum every maybe twice a day. So now we're vacuuming in the house constantly. And I walked into this to the uh, the bunk room where I went broadcast from, and the powder. One morning, I could barely breathe. The powder was, because it's a small room. It's a small room. And still, we had the fleas. And now the dog is all upset, and he's in the back seat, because we're taking the dog to the vet. Uh, My blood pressure is through the roof, driving over there. And so I I get out of the car, and I go up, and there's the sign. Uh, They're not allowing anybody to come in, so call them. Well, I forgot my, uh, my cell phone, so I have to get Mary's cell phone, but I can't open it, and she's holding the uh, dog. So I said, put your face out here. <laughs> Do the face thing. She puts her face in it, opens it up, and I call it, right? And then they come out, and I went, oh, this is, I said to the, to the technician, wonderful young woman, I said, this is going to be the worst day that you're going to have all year long. She said, why? I said, this cat is like a mountain lion. And it's so pissed <laughs> off right now. She said, you got to get a dog. I said, yeah, he's going to be easy. She said, let's, let's deal with the dog first. She takes the dog in, takes Finn in, and the doctor is going to look at Finn. And then she says, let me get the cat. I went, oh. The door opens. Mary goes, I'm telling you, this is not going to be good. She's going to sink right into you. And the woman said, no, she's not. And she takes the cat. And this cat, who is just, doesn't like people looks up at her and starts purring. And the woman walks away and takes her right inside and then comes out with her one time. She said, we're not done with her yet, but I just love holding this cat. Uh, And the cat is digging it. The cat has already got a shot in her ass and she's still liking this woman. I can't believe this. More of the best of the Bob and Cherry Oddcast coming up. Now back to the Bob and Cherry Oddcast.
1: are a little bit like putin um vladimir putin i mean not you know slang for anything else <laughs> they yeah
0: right that yeah up. right yeah they I will was bully
1: and intimidate until they're confronted with someone that will fire nukes at them like an experienced vet tech and then, the, yeah, then she, they're pussy cats.
0: Yeah. she and, and this was not a person that was trying to intimidate the cat um but she just had this, this um, presence that the cat was comfortable with. So anyway, to make a long story short, we're, we got rid of the fleas finally. I mean, it took like two weeks. And pr- I, and I, I'm telling you, I probably spent $600 on, on all of these different things. And then we found out that Finn has allergies. And he has to have a shot a month right now, too. So that was another $100. And um, I just never thought that after Hampton left, I I would be confronting something like this. And my question to you is, when does my life get really easy?
1: It doesn't. It doesn't. And I'll tell you why. Because I live with a man who says similar things. And here's the deal. <sighs> you thought you were going to get regular sex and some home cooking. And what you got is fleas and bills and chaos. And we call mm-hmm. that marriage. Yeah. We just call that marriage.
0: Yeah. Now I get those it's, other two things, but you pay a price. You pay a price.
1: It is, price. It is, it is not going to be getting easier. Um, And in fact, you should be glad that, I mean, not what just happened happened, but what is your life but a collection of episodes and stories? And if nothing ever happens, you don't ever have any stories, right? Will you shut up? Please shut up. I don't I don't want these stories. This is what I tell Kevin when he's like, I'll catch him sometimes just kind of standing and looking off into the distance and mumbling to himself. And if you get close, <laughs> you'll hear him saying things like, I, I was going to live on a boat. I, I just...
0: You know How'd what my version here? of that was? My version of that was she's, she's spread, and God love her. She did a great job. She spread this white um, flea dust all over the place. And um, I'm vacuuming it up in the room that I'm sitting in here. And I noticed that the flea dust has got in the crevices of the bunk beds. So I am on my hands and knees underneath the table that holds the printer cleaning flea dust with um, Q-tips. And she walks in, and I look up at her, and she smiled, and she said, "You never saw yourself doing this before you met us, did you?" Said, no. no.
1: When you marry a woman with some kids and some critters, yeah. this is how it goes for you. You know, yeah. I I uh, I had called Mary the other night. Gosh, I guess it was about maybe four or five nights ago. I called her, and she to get a recipe from her, and she answered and she and i said hey how's it going and she goes oh it's going good i mean i've got fleas well not me exactly but that's just the kind of you just wake up one day and you're a person who's infested and that's just the reality
0: and that and that you're right you're exactly right and then i said i've had enough of this i'm going to get some of those flea bomb things so i got one flea bomb thing for the uh, garage because she said i don't want those flea bombs you know i had a health scare a year ago i don't want that stuff in my house Oh, and I said, her. but, but the flea bombs really work. I know they, and I asked the vet, do they work? They said, oh, they work great. I had to wait until she was going away for a couple of days before I could set them off. You know, it, you can't go in the house for, uh, like two to three hours. I mean, this was like a major endeavor to get, to okay. get rid of th- It well, took
1: days. Let me, let me cheer you up. The flea bomb, uh, the exterminator comes to flea bomb our rental house, and informs me that this is before we ended up having to check everybody into the residence in for a romantic two-day getaway. <laughs> exterminator <laughs> says you gotta you gotta get your kids and your pets out of the house for uh, six hours, and and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I loaded Sam, my dog. My four cats and my two daughters into my minivan and we drove to the park and they did their homework while the cats yowled and the dog barked and people walked by. And that's what we did. We sat in the parking lot at the park for six hours.
0: Do you know what you looked like? Van full you, of critters. Can I can I tell you what you looked like? The Clampett's poorer relatives.
1: <laughs> oh, I bloody know that. Don't you know it? <laughs> And of course, you know, so I'm in the van and I'm working on stuff for the show and, you know, like people are calling and texting. Hey, what you doing? Can you meet for coffee? Nah, me and Livy and Karen, me and Sam and all four cats are in my van in the parking lot at the park waiting to be allowed to go back home.
0: You know what I did? You know what I did learn, though? I borrow trouble, as you know, so much. I I mean, I really do. uh, Somebody once called me a nervous Nelly and that really offended me because it's not the most masculine thing you could be called, but I will look for what could go wrong. And I just saw that trip to that vet with those two animals as just being miserable. But you know what? It wasn't because those people were so professional. So I borrowed trouble for no reason.
1: You could have, I could have told you that the least aggravating thing that was going to happen to you was that trip to the vet that there was like a whole world, like six flags over frustration that was coming for you. And the vet was going to be the best thing that you did all day long. But I'm glad that I didn't have a chance to tell you that because then you would have dreaded everything that followed the flea powder, the flea bomb, the fact that it didn't work the first time. And you had to do it at least how many times now twice.
0: Uh, no, just, it was just the one time and, and the other, it, it, it was, it, but it took days. I, and then they, I read that you have to, uh, spray your, uh, for fleas on your, your lawn. So Mary is working with clients in the back of the house. I'm on the air with you in the front of the house and here comes the exterminator to spray the lawn. And so I can't go out. And what I hear in the background is she leaves the client and the exterminator says, Ma'am, would you like to ha- have the front? She goes, spray it all. Just spray it all. Spray everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can see the guy out the window. I can hear her. Spray the front. Spray, the- spray it all. <laughs> oh, God, the aggravation. The aggravation. But, you know, that's what we do for these these wonderful creatures.
1: You know, when I was a little girl, all I ever wanted was, like, <sighs> like a family where people were normal, whatever that meant. Like I've realized now there's no such thing. Right. But when I was a little girl, I had a very specific idea of what a normal family was. And do you know what the most significant ingredient in my little imagination for a normal family was, it was a dad who could roll with the punches and not take his temper out on everything. And everyone, Mm -hmm. a dad Mm -hmm. who understood that, Hey, you live here too and shit happens and you don't get to browbeat your wife and kids. That's all I ever wanted. And so I get that. if you have achieved nothing else in life, you are you are the embodiment of what I think you have to have to have a normal family.
0: Well, that's sweet of you.
1: I mean, yeah, yes, you jump up and down and wave your fists and gnash your teeth, but then uh. you roll with it.
0: I do. I I didn't want to be that Yosemite Sam that my dad was. Um, I I would like to point out that you said, if you become nothing else in
1: life. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that's the most important thing. Like, I'm not interested. Don't bring me a man who is successful and wealthy and, prominent and a real prick i'm not interested in that you bring me a guy who is able to roll with it and doesn't leave his uh wife and kids scared to have him in the house with them yeah like my definition of success for a man is very different than other people's and of course like anything it's shaped by how you grew up my father of course we had We were kids, we had pets, we were poor, we lived in the middle of nowhere. All sorts of things went wrong. And my father acted like all of that was my mother's fault or our fault, and certainly it was not his obligation to pitch in on the the mending, the fixing, the cleaning, the rebuilding, the problem solving. He just Mm -hmm. was this, this big baby victim, of grievance and irritation yeah and so like when men act like that and i'm sure women do too but for this we're talking about men here when men act like that and i see them act like that i'm like in all seriousness like who do you think you are exactly that this household and this family exists to smooth your way and provide you with comfort like where did you get that idea
0: I know it's interesting, and you put it very well. And I bet people listening, a bunch of them, had their heads nodding when you said you just wanted to have a father that was calm and um, dependable, and didn't need life to be absolutely a, a silk highway. Yeah, just, I just think roll a lot of us would it. have liked that. Yeah,
1: there are are there people who live charmed lives where it's smooth sailing? Probably. I mean, statistically speaking, you'd have to have somebody out there that's just having an amazingly level good time of it. I don't I've never met that person, but they must be out there somewhere. They are.
0: And I'll bet they don't realize it.
1: You may be right. Yeah, Max, Mm -hmm. maybe. I mean, how do you how do you even begin to appreciate not having fleas until you've had fleas? (laughs) Right? How do you how do you <laughs> how do you appreciate sleeping Being all flea-less. the way through the night until you've yeah. had a kid that keeps you awake? How yeah. do you appreciate feeling amazing if you've never ever ever been sick? Yeah. Right? So yeah, these people probably exist. They are not us Bob and and I don't think they're going to be us. And part yeah. of the reason they're not going to be us is because we have something in common and it's a terrible thing. two of us if everything's going good
0: everything's going great why is what's wrong now (laughs) you know everything going great is wrong because it doesn't seem like it's your life you know there has
1: to be it's so unfamiliar yeah 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 Yeah, but would you would you really i mean part of and maybe this is a caretaker mentality, but for me, like I love to take care of people and I love to take care of my critters. Like I like to take care of things. I like to feed people and I like to fuss over them and tend to them. If, if you took all the fleas and stomach flus and hairballs with the cats, and if you took all that away from me, look what else you would take. You would take the joy that I have in tending to and fussing over.
0: Yeah. Like not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody wants to serve no. like that, Sherry. I mean, you, you are really, I don't want to say in the extreme, but you're very unusual that you can harbor that many people.
1: But that, but I love that. It gives me, it makes yeah. me happy. And I think and it's you part could, of you. You could argue that it's, well, that's a pathology. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I mean, maybe it's too late. If it is, what am I going to do? Get a lobotomy? But if, if you if, if no one needs, if no one needs me, then I don't have the joy of taking care of them. And the only reason they need me is because they have fleas and diarrhea, right? Yep. So, you know, yeah. you take the good with the bad.
0: All right. Well, um, I hope everybody out there, um,
1: doesn't have, have fleas, fleas and you can get
0: rid of them. Yeah. And, um, good luck to you with that. And uh, I think those were wise words you had there, Sherry.
1: We really appreciate your listening. We want you to stay safe and healthy and as free of vermin as you possibly can. And we'll see you next time on the Oddcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.